it's that kind of stuff that brings your target audience into your office. They see that your your place is a safe place. They see that you and your staff are lovely. Um, they get to connect with other people, and obviously, you know, within that community, they've got you've got people that are current clients, the current patients, and then the long term strategy is is that hey, you know, when they decide they need a chiropractor, when they decide they need a naturopath, you know, like they're going, it's a no brainer. They're going to choose you. Welcome to the Marketing Your Practice podcast. We're leading a healthcare revolution by showing natural health and fitness experts how to become community influencers so they can build profitable, predictable, and enjoyable practices. And now your hosts, Angus Pike and Tony Rose. Angus Pike here from Adio Media, and welcome to the Marketing Your Practice podcast. A special one for me today because I've got one of my best friends in the world, Dr. Billy Chow. Buddy, how are you? Hey, I'm great, Angus. I'm super excited. I like, you know, after all these years, I get to be on your podcast. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, super stoked. Thank you very much. My pleasure, buddy. It's interesting because um, often these conversations, we had the pleasure of just spending the weekend together a couple of weekends ago and we yeah. talked about all other bits and pieces. But it's a bit odd to kind of really interview your friend. Um, it gets a bit kind of full on when that's the case I'm, in terms of ask those kind of questions. But this format now, yeah. I can ask you a whole bunch of questions that I wouldn't normally be asking you if we're out for a coffee or for dinner or those kind of things as, as well. So now let's Absolutely. assume that there is a possibility that people have been hiding under a rock uh, for the last decade and they don't mm-hmm. know much about the Billy Chow story. Um, okay. Bring our listeners kind of up to speed in terms of what's brought you to kind of where you are now. All right. Well, uh, look, like yourself, I've been, I've been around the you know the profession for a number of years. So uh, I think as of this year, I've, I've been in practice now for twenty years. Um, you know, I've, I've dived into not only being in, in private practice and had multiple practices, but also dived into the area of. Um, being on boards like, you know, with the CAA um, and also, you know, currently with the ASRF. Um, and, uh, you know, over sort of, I guess, it's it's been sort of one of those sort of evolutions that, you know, and in a lot of ways, it's it's kind of been one of the things, things that have been on my monkey on my shoulder where I'm like, hey, I'd love to do this. I'd love to kind of get into this. But then, you know, there's, there's that kind of fear, trepidation, what other people are, you know, thinking, you know, and also that, that element of you know, overwhelm of just you know you know I'm running a practices and you know you know being a you know parent and like kind of stuff and you know family, but I have now dived deep into um, the mentorship and coaching. So over the last uh, two or so years, um, I am a uh, like I'm working with uh, Sean Lacey um, at the Black Diamond Club. Uh, for people that you know don't know, Sean Dr. Sean Dylan Lacey book uh, out in in the US, and they have a, a program that's called the Black Diamond Club BDC. And I'm basically at their, you know, um, Aussie, you know, contingent. So that's that's where I'm at the moment. Yeah. So 20 years in practice. I mean, you and I. I think I snuck through just before you. Yeah. Yeah. We're both proud RMIT graduates as well. But the coaching thing has been going on a little while for you in different forms, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. You know, it's to. uh, uh, the most simplest form of when we're, you know, like going through uh, uh, as a board director of the um, of the Chiro Association, I did a lot of student mentorship. Um, also did a lot of things with, um, you know, uh, bringing out sort of the transitioning into practice uh, program that sort of ran in different states for the association. Um, I also had a bit of a stint, um, you know, shout out to Anthony Capiaghi for Ideal Practice because I also had a stint as a, as a coach for his, um, his company as well. 
but as I said, you know, like it's one of those things where it wasn't until uh, certain things aligned in my life and some changes and um, that happened that, you know, I kind of thought, well, hey, um, let's just cut the umbilical cord and dive deep in and, and, you know, face some of those things that I wanted to do for a long time. Yeah. Mm. So a couple of weekends ago, as I was mentioning, you and I had <clears throat> the weekend together and mm. over uh, uh, some red wine and uh, many yeah. a coffee, we were talking about some yeah. of the similarities that we have, <clears throat> excuse me again, with both the coaching that you do inside of BDC yeah. and with what we do inside of Community Influencer. Yeah. And really this one that we'll talk about and introduce the audience to the paradox of choice and really mm. the sense of overwhelm that, that we see in so many of the practitioners that we're coaching. There are so many choices for them. And you had a really lovely concept um, uh, that you introduced me to. And that's really why I thought, let's talk about that yeah. today because it, it yeah. helps to drive people towards some action. So how yeah. do you yeah. deal with overwhelm when you're coaching practitioners? Well, um, one of the things that and it, and it goes back to, I'm not sure if anyone, any of your viewers are big fans of the House of Cards um, with you know um, Frank Underwood and Claire Underwood. And I can't remember exactly which episode or what season because there were so many of them, but um, there was uh, a... Um, there was actually a um, uh, uh, one of the episodes where they were going through some a lot of stuff, and they said to themselves, "Look, you know, let's just like focus on what's ahead of us." Um, and it goes back to that sort of thing that we uh, follow, and that is, what is the next logical step? Yeah. Um, you know, like, and, and that's what we we're talking about. You know, when you're over in Adelaide, and we have, we're having a couple of wines and some coffee, and the being a, a health entrepreneur or you know being in practice whether you're a naturopath or a chiropractor or a physio that that often and you know you are there by yourself often you know maybe you have a couple of staff or maybe even no staff and the trouble is is that you know you you're there by yourself and you have to be the marketer you have to be the business owner you got to be the person that does the sales you got to be the person that writes the checks and pays expenses and and you get this overwhelm and you know in you know you know at the top of your mind that you need to grow the business you you need to make money. You want to succeed. Uh, and then the trouble is, and if I kind of like aside to this, like I use the analogy that, you know, when you have a GPS and you look at the little arrow that, you know, where you are or even Google Maps, uh, without plugging in like a destination and you're just kind of following where you are, that's kind of overwhelmed, isn't it? You sort of go, oh, well, I need to get here, but I'm just still here. And, you know, if I, if I walk over this way or I walk over that way and you just keep following your little arrow, but until you actually put in a destination, um, you know, what's the next logical step? And that is that next thing you want to do. Um, that often, you know, gives you a bit of a breather. You know, you can actually help self-reflect. Um, and, you know, like it, it obviously gives you that opportunity to, you know, literally what is the next logical steps going to allow you to grow. Got it. So, because I, I like, I think there's kind of three really powerful mm. words. Next logical step. But I get to, and just listening to you now, particularly with that kind of analogy of the GPS, before yeah. you can even focus on next logical step, you have to focus on destination first. Yeah? Mm. You have to decide your destination. Yeah. Because otherwise we don't know. So, and then that's something that... Absolutely. ...that, again, tends to bring out so much overwhelm. People making a decision to either set a goal, to, you know... So if I am in practice because most of our you know people listening to this will be in some form of complementary healthcare practice you said before we're chiropractors and naturopaths yeah. and chinese yeah. med practitioners yeah. Yeah. and so there's 
staff to run. There's, you know, maybe other practitioner staff, there's front mm. desk staff, there's the administrative side of the practice. You know, there's yeah. technical yeah. skills that I've got to deal with at the same time. You know, particularly this podcast here is all about marketing your practice yeah. as well. Yeah. How, how do you help to guide people about what to look at first? What destination decide mm. first? Is there a hierarchy of where they should be going? Uh, well, I think that there's like, we, we talk about that there's sort of nine drivers um, in a business. So number one is obviously marketing, uh, which obviously coincides with your podcast. Uh, you know, the, the marketing, marketing is one of those things that encompasses everything in your business. Uh, and it's also that kind of that first door that you open because you want, you want to you know, get prospects into your office or in your business. You want to start sort of seeing people. You want to start sort of building your, your, um, your clients. Um, that's, that's number one, marketing. The next driver is strategy. So we, uh, you know, like, and this is, a, this is the trouble with overwhelm is that you switch on, you know, YouTube and you, you look at all, you're going online and you've got so many people giving you things and often they're tactics. You know, they're often, they're sort of, you should do this or you should, you know, you should do that. You know, hey, here's the, here's the, 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 the you know, the script for that or that kind of silver bullet to help you grow your practice. Um, all these tactics, but it, I think more importantly is actually strategy. So that's that's important. You know, what's what are the strategies? Um, the next driver of of your business is is capital. You know, so you know, are, are you utilizing your capital wisely? Uh, and obviously, if you're just starting out, uh, and even if you if you've been you know in business for business for a while, capital is so important. You want to make sure that you know that you're just not you know like using using your capital to spend on things um, you know frivolously. Um, the next thing is, uh, the next thing is, is um, you want to have a look at your business model. You don't want to crisscross your business model. So, you know, the, the important thing is with that is that, you know, if you are a, uh, you know, if you're in the, in the area of you want to actually just look at, um, you know, if you're a naturopath and you, and you want to have a look at weight loss um, and diet, you know, is that, you know, is that business model what you want to do? Uh, versus then trying to crisscross and you're going, oh, I'm also going to be doing you know, other things. Um, and the next driver is uh, relationship building. So, you know, and that goes, you know, connects with marketing as well. So you want to obviously build great relationships, both internally with your staff, uh, and but also outside. The next thing uh, uh, that we have as a driver, and this is a big, this is a bigger, is distribution channels. And that is, uh, and this is something we could, we could spend hours talking about, but looking at how you can actually utilize uh, influencers, leaders, other businesses in your community that share a similar target market audience that you can utilize to dis uh, as a distribution channel. And in, and in BDC, we always talk about having five distribution channels, some five solid distribution channels that allow you to, uh, you know, that provide you, you know, one or two people a month. Uh, that's a solid, solid way of marketing. Um, and then uh, uh, number eight is systems, uh, having great systems. And then the last one, which uh, you know, they're all very important, but also culture. And that is the culture of your business, the culture of both, once again, internally and also what you present externally. So I would say that, you know, like that, and that's a long-winded answer, Angus, but going back to the, you know, what's the next logical step? Obviously, you know, when you run a business, there are these sort of nine drivers and you want to look at these nine drivers and go, okay, what's the next logical step that I can take in marketing? What's the next logical step I can take actually in getting my systems, you know, uh, better and so forth? Yeah, got it, got mm. it, got it. Mm. So break it down. It's yeah. almost like a little health assessment. 
Um, yeah, exactly. Way through, and mm. I'm guessing that as people are listening to that, there might be areas that really stand out to them, like ah, distribution channel. Never thought about that too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's something I want to do dive a little bit deeper into first, okay. which we can get into lots of these kind of things. There, the difference between strategy and tactics because everybody's obsessed with tactics you know you know what's the thing that you say in your new patient visit and what's working for you at the moment over on facebook and have you got a you know a way i can run these are all tactics as well but you introduced us to this concept of a strategy so what's the difference between strategy and tactics and when should we be focusing on what okay well The biggest difference I see in strategy is looking at how it affects your business long-term, okay? And often uh, tactics, you know, I'm not saying that tactics don't work and tactics aren't effective, but often tactics are short-term or reactive. And that is kind of like, hey, you know, I need need some new clients, I need some new patients, what am I going to do? Okay, I'm going to do an ad, you know, or, you know, I'm going to call up... um, you know, uh, like a, a shopping center or an expo and, and actually you know, get a stall and do a spinal screening versus, okay, what, what are some strategies that I can actually get, uh, you know, a, a constant flow of new clients into my office, which may not actually occur now due to what I'm implementing, but the strategy is going to be something that will bring, um, you know, uh, an influx and a constant influx of clients in the long term. So, for example, having a, a strategy around uh, having events, you know, in your office as well. So, you know, this is something that we teach a lot of, and I'm sure that, you know, that I think you know, listening to what you guys do, um, and that is having uh, events in your office where you're bringing in your community. So, if, you're, uh, if you know your target market and you know who your ideal client is, then having certain events, whether it be, hey, you know, every month we're going to do a, you know, like a, a cheese, a, like a, a cheese and wine night, you know, and it's, it doesn't have to be linked to a chiropractic. It doesn't have to be if you're a naturopath or a Chinese medical, medical practitioner. It doesn't have to be linked to anything that you do in that profession. But if you sort of see that, look, you know, um, your target market are women that are stressed. Um, they often uh, don't put themselves very very high on their priorities list. You know, they're always last. Uh, and then you, every month you set aside uh, an hour and a half in your office and you call it, you know, hey, you know, wine and, you know, wine and wellness or like, you know, wine, you know, like, and then you bring them in and you basically go, hey, you know, this, this week we've got a Shiraz and we've got a, a, a Riesling and we've got extra cheeses and then they connect. It's that kind of stuff that brings your target audience into your office. They see that your, your place is a safe place. They see that you and your staff are lovely. Um, they get to connect with other people. And obviously, you know, within that community, they've got, you've got people that are current clients, the current patients. And then the long-term strategy is, is that, hey, you know, when they decide they need a chiropractor, when they decide they need a naturopath, you know, like, they're just going, it's a no-brainer. They're going to choose you. And so we look at strategies of things which once you implement in your practice, into your business, are things that are going to generate you growth and, and income and um, you know in, uh, new clients along the way, rather than just something that is like, hey, let's just run an ad. Hey, you know, let's just let's just do this. Hey, you know, Angus, can you tell me the script that I can do that's going to you know get this person to you know come back tomorrow? And you know, obviously those things are important, but you know, we we like to look at strategy as a, as a long term um, you know process. I remember when I first mm. heard Sean talk about this concept and he was saying, you know, you could have a sushi rolling night at your practice. Yeah. And, yeah. and to get, often you hear when we're talking in marketing terms, 
we talk about this concept of great marketing being more like farming and less like hunting. Mm. And mm. that when we try and go in for the kill on that one opportunity there, you have that one opportunity and then it disappears. But when yeah. we farm, we can go back and yeah. go again and yeah. again and again. Yeah. And, you know, it comes into this concept that we talk about here at Adio Media all the time, which is yeah. simply this. The more people that know, like, and trust you in your community, the busier yeah. your practice will be. And yeah. I think, you know, the... I think we're seeing the end of promotional marketing, except mm. when we kind of find people. So promotional marketing is all those things that you talked about before of, you know, it's a, a you know, a dinner with the doc type sort of stuff where it's a really, yeah. you know, this is all, of, and again, I know they're getting great results and they should be part of your strategy or it's the Facebook mm. ad that's, you know, listen, half price initial consultations for the next 27 people. Yeah. There's very little about those things that help more people to know, like, and trust you. Now, I, I certainly mm. know the dinner with the doc and stuff like that too. Yeah. We get to add some value up front. But I think, I think it's this, as natural health practitioners, we're constantly talking to our audience about health being a process rather than an event. That they come into mm. us and whether I'm a chiropractor and they're saying, listen, I want, to, you know, I want my spine to feel great tomorrow. Yeah. You no, know, it's taken yeah. a lifetime to get you here and it's going to take yeah. some months to get you better. And the same is true with kind of marketing and the practice as, as well yeah. in terms of, you know, let's have these ongoing events where I'm building trust in the most mm. valuable commodity in your community that yeah. we can have, certainly as complementary health practitioners. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and it's great you touched on that. And that's, you know, this is where you and I share like, like that similar vision for, you know, our clients and the, you know, and, and the professions that we serve. And that is that, you know, that building you, uh, you know, yourself uh, as that trusted advisor in your community so that, you know, you, you surround yourself with, you know, people, your distribution channels. So, you know, like if you're like, if, you know, like let's say the yoga studio, um, you know, in your suburb, uh, you both share a similar target market and idle client, uh, the, the health food store, the hairdresser, all those kind of people, you know, you being that sort of central focused business that then have these people that you relate to, um, you know, you can, you really can dominate um, your community and then people look at you as the trusted advisor. And, it, and I always think that this, you know, when I was in practice, one of the things that I always did was that I always put the well-being uh, of uh, the public and also my patients, uh, number one. And that is that if they came in and said, hey, I need some help with this, you know, like I'd always, you know, put aside my ego and go, look. I don't think chiropractic can actually help with this, you know, and, 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 you know, I would be giving you a disservice if I said, look, hey, come in, you know, we'll, we'll try. I actually know a physiotherapist or I know, you know, this person that's great at, you know, helping you rehab that shoulder or, you know, you might need some dry needling at the, um, and so, you know, people then trust you because they're like, hey, you know, the, the, you know, he had nothing, he had something to gain by saying, you know, come and see me, but had nothing to gain sending, you know, that person over to someone else. And so, you know, that's something that we want to try and teach people, and that is that the, the higher, you know, that you become uh, and the more credibility you actually have in the community as, a, as their trust advisor, you know, that's a strategy. You know, that's a, that's a really solid strategy rather than just go, hey, let's see what we can do to try and, um, you know, like, you know, get as many people or try and convince as many people to come and see me. Um, yeah, so that's, I think, you know, we both share that, that vision for, for our, our, our clients and the people that we serve. Mm, I see, you know, because one of the, uh, uh, when we talk about the distribution channels and that mm. event, I've kind of just had an aha moment as, as well of 
we're often told because if we like the, if we go back to this concept i talked about before of no like and trust you and mm. you'll you, many of our listeners would have been told listen i need to go and meet the people in my local community but going mm. in to meet somebody cold can be really tricky like if you're heading into uh, you know the yoga studio just say hey listen angus here life chiropractic been there 20 years nice to meet you guys here's my cards um you know mm. we love looking after x y and Z, um, if you have these yeah. people send them into us. Now, one that's <clears throat> all about me, um, it's mm. nothing about the yoga studio. But it would yeah. be really different if you went into that yoga studio and said, hey, uh, Angus here, Life Chiropractic, second Wednesday of every month, we um, do a women, wine and wellness. Um, mm. It's all about <clears throat> having a drink, having some fun, and then giving, you know, we love looking after women age this to this and giving them strategies to cope yep. with their busy lives as well. And we'd like to have yeah. you come along and here's a couple yeah. of vouchers for, you know. So then it was all about us building those relationships and the avenue for you to build those relationships with those distribution channels can work through your monthly event. Um, you know, I've heard Sean talk about before, you should always be promoting to event. There always should be event going as, as, as well. Is that a strategy that would kind of work, Billy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the I'll, actually, I'll give you, I'll give you, um, your listeners and your viewers something that, that we, you know, this is a, a great tip to do. So let's just go back to that sort of thing where with the gym, uh, and that is that gyms have a, a massive list uh, of, uh, obviously, of, of a database of, of members. Uh, and it goes, like, you know, it's always hard to, as you said, like to go to someone else and just ask. You, you want to try and create value for them. And that doesn't, that, that doesn't matter whether you're talking to, uh, a distribution channel or a referral partner um, or even just you know your own practice members or your clients you want to obviously you know go you know start off with providing value for them rather than the ask um, so one of the things you can do uh, is actually get to go if you have uh, a gym um, that you share once again you, you kind of want to sort of share some um, some business with and they could be a distribution channel you go up to them and so say hey because traditionally um, what happens is that you go oh, hey I'm a chiropractor uh, I, I'd love to, you know, be able to see how we can actually help you by having your people, you know, learn more about chiropractic. You know, would I be able to maybe be on your screen or, or maybe even, uh, you know, have a stall um, at the, you know, at the front of your, at the front of um, uh, your gym, you know, wearing, you know, wearing a high-vis suit and a high-vis jacket and holding a spine, you know, giving out some pamphlets and cards. But, uh, you know, what I would suggest is that they go to the gym manager and sort of say, hey, you've got a big list. Well, would, how would it be if actually we wrote you an email, which you can use, okay? And then this email basically actually says that, you know, that you, you and I have actually had a communication together. We've actually shared quite a similar vision about health. And what we've found is that uh, what we've done is actually we've actually bought uh, a you know a ten or twenty uh, you know uh, chiropractic uh, initial checks which are valued at you know two hundred dollars or whatever and it's you know if, if you if you would like one of these you know, we've actually paid for them but just remember you have to actually RSVP um, you know you know within a certain time because you know we you know like we can't actually run you bought twenty of them uh, and then they would then have send that out to their database. So that's, you know, that's giving them value because remember when people refer, they refer because they get like a high, you know, they, they, they feel good about themselves. Uh, it's not necessarily about getting something back. And so for the gym people, um, for the actual manager of the gym, the owners, they're like, wow, you know, they feel like that they're actually, they're doing something great for their, for their clients. 
Yeah, I think that's... Um, we touch more on that concept of why people refer, because this is a relatively new... I think I was listening to Dean Jackson really talk about mm -hmm. this too. Because he says, look, people... You know, when somebody refers, it's not that they're doing you a favour, they're doing it for the feelings that it starts to bring them up. So t touch on that a little bit more. Yeah, so... You know, look, we often uh, think that, you know, people refer because, and, and look, obviously there's an element of, you know, that they believe that the, you know, the, by referring, whether it's, hey, you know, she go to this cafe because they have great cake or, you know, hey, she go see, you know, this movie. But what this, what this sort of science says is that, that, that when you refer, when you, well, first of all, people refer really only because they know that they're going to gain something from them, you know, from themselves. And what it is generally is gaining that sort of, ah, oh, when that person gets that referral and they do it, they're going to see how great, you know, that, you know, that I am for referring them. So traditionally what happens, you know, like remember um, uh, a lot of chiropractors uh, would say, you know, let's say that they would do like big yearly fees. Okay. I'm not, not, and I'm not saying that that's, that's wrong or right, but like, you know, there might be you know, chiropractors that have like, you, know, you come in here and then it costs you, you know, three and a half thousand dollars to to actually um, come and see us. And then the chiropractors might, might actually sort of com not complain, but sort of go, you know what, how come people aren't referring? You know, why, like, you know, like they, they understand, they love it, they're getting great results. And at the end of the day, the psychology of that is that in the head of that patient, they're going, oh, look, you know, the people that, that I, I know, uh, you know, they, they, they make a decision that, you know, they might not be able to sort of pay, you know, three and a half thousand dollars for the year of care or, you know, that, uh, you know, that they're, they're going to think badly upon me by like going, you know what, like, you know, I can't afford that much money or, you know, what are you talking about? Versus if let's just say that they said to them, hey, you should go see this chiropractor. They have great, you know, they, it's great, but they have a myriad of different sort of ways to pay. You know, it's, you know, you can pay per visit, you can do you know, monthlies or you can do this kind of stuff. That makes it easier because for me, it's like, you know what, I know that they're going to do well in the practice. I know that they're going to get great results, but they're also going to go, hey, you know, I feel great about referring that rather than that barrier. Mm. It's a good thing. I mean, when you think mm. about the psychology yourself, you know, when yeah. you go and see a great movie and then you're telling all your friends about it, you're not doing that really to promote the movie you're doing that because mm. you want your friends to come back to you afterwards and go angus that movie was yeah. great wasn't it exactly. all the restaurant yeah. all the chiropractor all yep. the naturopath we want yep. that kudos at the end there too and so <clears throat> one of the you know we go as far in our practice that if you know if you got sent in from amanda to me billy you know and mm. that visit there too i will actually say to you Billy, we'll, we'll talk about Amanda and stuff like that too. So please, Billy, be sure to thank Amanda for sending you in here. We're going to get you here. So, you know, whatever it is there too. So I'm encouraging you to thank Amanda so I can kind of close that loop in a round yeah. there too. But, yeah. you know, yeah. making referrals easy is, mm. um, you know, is something that we, you know, I, I, I think you're right beforehand. You know, there's times both you and I have done yearly fees and yearly fees mm. only and it does yeah. have the barrier of entry really high into our practice mm. and that was something you know i think we both realized a decade or so ago that hey maybe we can be a little yep. bit more flexible you know less Definitely. rigid with regards to all of this kind of stuff there too mm. <clears throat> let's circle our way back around onto this next logical step that we talked mm -hmm. we kind of began this journey yeah we've done a bit of a health check we've gone through those kind of nine different frameworks there yeah. Um, and we've realized that, you know, hey, listen, systems. Uh, I actually don't have any systems in my practice at all. Mm -hmm. So here I am back in overwhelm again because I have 
zero systems, what's the next yep. logical step? Are there things again that we would talk through with regards to next logical step? Yes, yeah. So, look, um, you know, like once again, systems uh, they cross all different aspects of your business. So, uh, you know, and like, and so I, I would always think, um, you know, if you have a have a, a problem or, or an issue, uh, there are some there are some questions that you would like to ask yourself uh, when in regarding the next logical step. So you kind of ask yourself, well, first of all you know, what is the issue and what's the problem, you know? So you want to kind of define what that is. So if it's like, hey, uh, look, you know, you know, we're not getting enough new clients in, in the office, you know, uh, or it could be, you know, what the, um, you know, the, the staff don't seem, you know, that our CA or our practice manager or our receptionist, that they don't seem like that they're handling those phone calls that, that well, you know, or what the issue is. And then you go like, you know, like, um, you know, why do I need to, fix, eliminate, or, uh, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, you know, tackle that issue. Um, because obviously, you know, you want to sort of see, you know, does it need to be fixed? Uh, or, is it, or is it something that, you know, we can actually just eliminate totally? Um, and then we'd have to look at, you know, will it matter if, if we don't fix it or if we just leave it? And that's a, that's a trouble um, with a lot of people is that we tend to, because we, we're overwhelmed, we sort of procrastinate, procrastinate on those things. We go, ah, you know, like I'll deal with it later on because I've got these other issues going. So when it comes to going back to the question, if you ask those questions uh, of yourself, you go, okay, well, you know, what, and you can then go, what's the real issue? What is actually the real issue? Look, you know, is it just the fact that I don't have any new clients coming through or is it because the, you know, that I actually haven't set, a, set aside some time to, you know, do some proper marketing, you know, to, to learn how to, um, you know, maybe, you know, uh, you know, start doing an event or even, you know, maybe even doing some, some videos um, on, on, on your website or on your, your social media. Um, and then with the staff thing, it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, is the issue, uh, you know, that's at hand, what's the next logical step? Could, could it be that, that I just haven't been trained them? You know, have I just kind of let them just go? Um, you know, have I stopped doing what I should have been doing and, you know, use, you know, being, uh, you know, something, someone that helps lead them, uh, guide them through the processes, you know. So you know, I think that when it comes to the next logical step, it's always trying to backtrack and sort of, first of all, see what is the problem, uh, what's the issue at hand, and then think about what's, what's you know, what's the next thing we need to do to move forward. Mm. It's so often that, you know, people are going, look, the, the problem is actually this, not enough new patients, therefore I need yeah. to go on market. When actually the problem really is, is the retention of the people that you're looking after at the moment. Because what you're wanting mm. to do is fill a bucket <clears throat> and the bucket's got holes in it from top to bottom. So taking mm. some time to step back and, <clears throat> excuse me, and have some right. self-reflection yeah. to work mm. out, you know, where, where are things really... You know, people come to me and I do have some new patients, but nobody sticks around or, and maybe mm. nobody sticks around because you're terrible at what you do or I'm not, I don't have the yeah. confidence and certainty. But that, that comes back to taking some time of reflection and hopefully getting ourselves a little bit out of that. You know, mm. we talked about before the difference between strategy and tactics. You know, am yeah. I a practice that is of value in the community? Do I have high mm. quality service? Do I have something even worth marketing to yeah. be with as well? And I, <clears throat> I see this all the time, you know, we, we have a process, you know, a four-step process that we talk through with our videos inside a community influencer from making them to how they should be made to then them boosting and retargeting and all these fancy steps that end up with what we refer to as a black belt video. But mm -hmm. like anything, like jujitsu, you need to go through white belt first and all the way through yep. there. So you go, 
you know, I, I see practitioners that we're coaching trying to do the fancier things. We say, no, 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 look, just start with a live video. And you don't have to edit. Mm. You don't have to do any of that kind of fancy stuff there as well. And yeah. just go yeah. selfie mode up in front of you. And then here's yeah. a framework for how what you should be talking about. As, yeah. Well, yeah. That's the next logical step. Definitely, when definitely. When you've got that nailed, then let's go into this. Then let's go mm. into this, this kind of steps there too. So those baby steps. And, yeah. and sometimes, it, you know, Sometimes it's difficult to see the pathway all the way through to black belt. And I mm. love that metaphor that, that talks about, um, you know, if you're driving at night in your car and even if you had to go, you know, thousands of kilometres, all mm. you need to be able to see is the 100 metres in front of you. And if, you're, if your yeah. lights in your car can shine that yeah. far, then you yeah. know, the next 100 metres you'll see as you get, yeah. as long as you're clear about what your ultimate destination yeah. is. As, as well. I mean, that's that's a that's a really great sort of like analogy to the next logical step, and that is that you know driving the dark, that you, you really can't see you know beyond where your headlights are, um, and it's and the thing is is that is that going back to that analogy of like you know knowing your destination and with your goal setting, that you know your next logical step is that sort of following you know the the directions. Okay, so you know, turn left the next thing. But let's just say, for example, something doesn't go, you know, the way you want it to. Because you've set your destination, the GPS will automatically kind of then recalibrate. So let's just say that, you know, that you took the wrong turn. It doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to get to your goal. It just means that you have to recalibrate. So, um, and, and, you know, that whole thing where you said, look, just, just, just do a video, just do a selfie video. And we get overwhelmed with perfection. Um, and the, and I think and I think that as healthcare practitioners, and I think that you know that you know when you have that certificate and you know you've you've done you've done your hard yards, you've got your qualifications, and you are supposedly this sort of you know like upstanding you know health professional in the in the community, you feel like that you know you need to have that you know that constantly you know that and so that whole thing where you go oh I'm worried what I'm going to look like I'm worried I'm worried what I'm going to say. Um, and then that kind of paralysis because you want to be uh, be perfect, and then you and I obviously follow that rule, and we've learnt this a lot. And that is done is better than perfect, mm. and and it's and it's there's no better time in society now, and that is being authentic uh, because you know the, as we know we sw- once again switching on social media, all we see at Instagram, all we see are these sort of perfect people, you know the perfect life, you know you know the the posts where someone's got their you know, their Rolex watch, you know, in front of their BMW or their, you know, Bugatti, you know, steering wheel um, or they or women in their sort of like bikini shots and all that kind of stuff. And I think that people are kind of there, they, they don't, they, they want to see beyond that and you being authentic and you making mistakes and like, I'm not perfect. You know, I, I stumble sometimes when I talk, but I think that people love that. People want to see that, Hey, you're just like me. Um, like, and you know that because of that, I can see how I can trust you because you know that you know you're being authentic and what you're saying I resonate with. Um, that goes a long way. Yeah, yeah. Authenticity yeah. is yeah. incredibly attractive, and I think mm. you said before, mm. I, I I can't think of an op- a situation or people that I've followed, friends there as well, that the journey towards success is not them constantly needing to correct again. You know, very mm. rarely in, certainly in, in practice, is the journey from point A all the way to point B, you know, straight one. I, and I don't know if it's true yeah. or not, but there's that, you know, they talk about the, the plane when it's flying from one spot to the other. It's constantly offline the whole time. And we yeah. have to get okay with, 
with that yeah. as well. You know, that yeah. we, we, our, our six practice multiplies. Number six mm. of those is have a growth mindset, which in essence is this, be okay with failure, celebrate yeah. it, look what you did, what was wrong, and, and understand yeah. that we've got a destination there. The GPS metaphor works so great. It's going to say, hey, take the next right. We'll get back on the track there again. Smile, laugh, yeah. and, and yeah. you know, authenticity, authenticity is so damn attractive um, for all mm. those reasons that you talked about before because it's very relatable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, good, dude. Good. I love this concept of the next logical step as well. So mm. a couple of questions to kind of wind this up through here as well. Mm -hmm. um, you've mentioned a couple of times um, BDC. What is yeah. BDC? You've got a beautiful community of people yeah. along from there too. If people want to find out a little bit more about that, what's that? How do they find out more? What goes on okay. inside the cult of BDC? The cult of BDC, yeah. So we kind of all wear these funny costumes and, you know, and we have these masks. Uh, no. <laughs> so BDC. So look, like in a nutshell, it is, a, it is like a, a group of, you know, uh, service providers, entrepreneurs, healthcare professionals. I mean, obviously a lot of them, you know, are chiropractors uh, and we get all thrown into this, this kind of, um, ex this ex experiential group where the, uh, uh, with Sean, uh, Dill, uh, Lacey and myself, uh, we're in there helping them uh, through a lot of different avenues. So it could, we do Facebook lives. Um, there's a lot of different concepts and things that happen. There's a weekly podcast. But the real learning happens in the group because, uh, as we all know, that my problem and my challenges are not, are not unique. They're probably, this, they, you know, like there's probably a hundred or thousands of people having the same problem. So when someone posts a question or a challenge, um, you know, that not only do do the Sean, myself, or you know, even Lacey uh, provide answers, but also what happens is that the people within the group also help out, help each other out. The other thing also is that this is something that we we don't do enough of, and that is allow ourselves to, you know, celebrate our wins. You know, like you know that you know that there's there's this this kind of sort of astigmatism uh, of uh, in, in our profession that we need to be sort of like hold on to our our wins, and we don't want to say anything because. And certainly in Australia, we have that sort of tall, tall poppy syndrome. But, you know, whereas in BDC, I mean, like, it's very, very safe. You know, if we have a win, and it can be as a small thing as, hey, you know, like, you know, someone sign up for care, or, hey, you know, this, the staff that we just hired was great, or it could be a massive win. Um, you know, just like, for example, uh, one, of, one of our clients that, she, like, she set a goal, uh, her and her husband, um, and, and they just got a Porsche McCann. So that's, that's a big goal. You know, that's a massive goal. But like, you know, the, everyone sort of high fives each other. Everyone's really happy. But then also at the same time, if we have challenges, you know, we also go, hey, you know, hey, let's just see how we can help you, you know. Um, so that's, that's that group. And then off there, there are things that happen like workshops. Uh, there was actually just a workshop that, um, that we had in Brisbane last weekend. And that was fantastic. You know, that had, a, had a great group of people there that went through the, the BDC concepts. Uh, and once again, being at these workshops allows us to kind of gel and formulate all those concepts together so people kind of can move forward with them. Um, and, and I'll leave it, leave it this with you, with, with the BDC, and that is that there is not one right answer you know, to, to everything. And, and that's the thing that, that goes back to strategy versus tactics. And that often, um, and I'm sure that you guys, you know, you share the same thing um, with Adio, and that is that, that 
you know, there's there's not one right script. There's not one right procedure. There's not there's not the the, the Sean Deal or the Billy Chow way of doing things because uh, business uh, evolves and 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 we get a lot of our sort of teachings not just from chiropractic and the health professional but from other businesses because we see that that Apple, um, you know. You know, companies like Apple, Uber, BHP, all those, all those companies, they're successful because they're doing certain strategies and we can actually then formulate those down and sort of funnel them into a small business model. Um, so there's not one right solution or one right way to doing something. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And if you want to know more about BDC, it's, uh, it's just uh, blackdiamondclub.com. It's just, yeah. So, yeah. It's from outside looking in at BDC, there's such mm. a beautiful community feel with you guys between each other, with your black diamond cups and uh, <clears throat> your, your little gifts that go along. In fact, here's one here for the, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. For those of you watching on the video podcast here and practice for most of us, it, it, we, we end up very siloed and quite yes. alone and for having a nice yeah. safe spot where we can come and share and so important to celebrate our victories as well as kind of you know share the challenges that we have going along and i just mm. continue to see and hear great things about bdc as as well thank you yeah, yeah. You've, you've also got a new thing coming up too soon or, or another iteration of that you call marketing yeah. to the 90s marketing to the 90s yeah so that's a yeah so that's a program we're about to launch uh and it's a it's a partial part online part uh, sort of teleconference webinar live uh, program. So it's a, a like a 10-week program. There's 10 modules. And then every week uh, I jump on and, you know, like I go through those modules, uh, help you with your challenges. And it's it's based on the book yourself uh, solid uh, model of, um, of, of marketing. And it's key things like, you know, target market, uh, ideal client. Um, that's, you know, uh, looking at how you can, uh, move your red velvet rope up and down, you know, like with your, with your practice and your business, you know, who you're letting in, who you're keeping out, um, and then obviously sales and marketing. Um, if I can touch quickly on, on ideal client and target market, mm. that's such an important thing. And, and it's, this is something that gets often lost, uh, and especially when it comes to chiropractors. You know, you and I have heard people go, hey, look, as, you know, like, who's your market? Or, hey, as long as they have a spine, um, you know, they're, they're, that's, my, that's my target audience. And I would like say, well, that, that can't be the case because there's too many people that have spines. You know, there's, there's 7 billion people in this world that have spines. And that's just like sort of Coke saying, uh, you know, who's your target market? Or it's people that, that like to drink, you know, soft drink. Or, or, everyone, or with like Apple. everyone with a mouth. Everyone with a mouth. Or, you know, Apple, who's your target market? Or anyone that wants a computer. You know, that's, it's too broad. And, you know, using the analogy of, well, like not having a target market or an idle client is like going to a shooting range and just spraying bullets, you know, aimlessly at the target versus if you kind of have a sight and you're aiming for them, you know, that's then that you're going to be way, way, way more, um, you know, productive and accurate with getting who, you know, who you want in your practice. And the other thing also is that we're not like Coke or, or um, you know, most you know, healthcare practitioners, uh, we don't have the budget like Coke and Apple. So, you know, our our bullets, we don't only have a certain amount of bullets per, you know, per, you know, you know, um, you know um, clip. So we have to be uh, efficient and effective with our marketing. So that's important. So yeah, so marketing the ninety is a is a great program. 
Um, and as I said, like, you know, you'll probably have some more information, you know, down, you know, on your, um, uh, after the, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking a little bit about it over the yeah. weekend that I was with yeah. you and then prior yeah. to the show here. And yeah. the, the, the simple fact is, is that most of the, if not all of the practitioners that are listening to this too, no one gets good business sales and marketing training at, at school. Mm. You know, they yeah. teach us how to be chiropractors, naturalists, Chinese med practitioners, you know, mm fitness trainers, those kind of things there too. But what we've got to realize is that what goes along with this is, is yeah. a business. And yeah. you will never find a successful business that doesn't mm. have a level of mastery in around marketing, sales, and, and systems. Mm. And, yeah. and we tend to shy away from it because we have these beliefs that, you know, if I just help sick people get well, that's all I need to build my business. Well, I've yeah. got to tell you, yeah. I, I, I know so many gifted chiropractors, gifted practitioners who are great with their people but couldn't mm. run a business and unfortunately they failed. So yeah. you need to invest in yourself. The course yeah. sounds yeah. fantastic yeah. Um, as well. And we'll have and some links down in yeah. the show notes. Yeah. And the, and the reason why it's called marketing to the 90, you, know, you probably, you, know, you and your, your listeners probably think, oh, why is it called that? And that is that for such a long time, uh, you know, that most healthcare practitioners and certainly with chiropractors is that we've been marketing to the 10%. Uh, and even probably less than that, you know, so, you know, and, you know, the, the people have come through uh, our offices globally, uh, you know, the, it's, it's such a small portion, but there's such a wide audience of people that, in, that are in your target audience, your target market that would want your services, um, you know, that they understand the, 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 our health paradigm, they understand concepts of getting checked and, um, you, know, uh, you know, for problems and then hopefully not having them. Um, they, they understand the concept of, you know, being well and staying healthy and the proactiveness of that. And the, the, the trouble is, is that, you know, we close our doors because we're just constantly marketing to almost like the believers, you know, the mm -hmm. people that have drunk the Kool-Aid, you know, that they wear, they wear the CrossFit, you know, compression socks and they drink the green juice and, you know, that they eat paleo um, or they're vegan. So, but um, but there are but the there are bigger um, people uh, sorry a bigger portion of people out the community that we can actually serve so that's why it's called marketing to the ninety yeah neat concept yeah. you know there are people out yeah. there right now actively looking yeah. for a solution yeah. you're mm. the solution they're just not aware yeah. that that you're the one that can actually help them there as yeah. as well mm. so hey Billy thanks for sharing uh, with us today I hope our audience get this concept of the next logical step you know, mm -hmm. to run through the difference between kind of strategy and tactics, work the yeah. way perhaps through those frameworks that you said before and got clear yeah. about a destination um, as, as well. And if you're interested, gang, there'll be links where you can check out Black Diamond Club and the Marketing to the 90, head on over to adiomedia.com forward slash podcast um, and then you'll find this episode through there and all the show notes. So, Billy, yeah. if somebody wants to hook up more with you, and they should be following your Instagram because it's great. Um, yep. Where where they find more about you in particular if they want to reach out? Uh, well, they can email me, um, Billy, B-I-L-L-Y, at blackdiamondclub.com or they can just uh, shoot me over and a, a friend uh, on, on Facebook, Billy Chow, uh, they'll find me. Uh, there's only probably one person looks like me in the world. Uh, and Or um, or on Instagram, I'm under at the chili bow. So, um, yeah, that's uh, like... When when I you know, like I, I can explain that on another podcast. <laughs> we'll leave that, but I'll make sure all those links are uh, yeah. uh, in the podcast show yeah. notes. Buddy, yeah. wonderful to have a more formal chat with you here um, in this yeah. situation. 
And I'm yeah. sure we'll be chatting later on the week about other things as well, man. Thanks for all that you do, buddy. Keep saving lives. Thank you. You're Thank doing you. an extraordinary job of that. And to all of our listeners, if you haven't already, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe to the show. And if you would rate and let us know your thoughts about the show, then that would be super helpful. We would appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts with regards to that as well. So, Billy, thanks for everything, buddy. See you soon. Thank you. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out the Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work one-on-one with you to apply, implement, systematize, and help guide you and your practice to the next level. Now, you can join me on over at adiomedia.com forward slash join. That's adiomedia.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there.